Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You're about to listen to another proud presentation brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs. Stand out from the crowd. For more information, visit revengelover.com and mention the podcast for 10% off of your order. Welcome to episode 37.1 of Victory Road, a Pokemon podcast on the Four Ride Radio Network. It's now time to catch them all with your host. I'm Kyle, also known as Deadpool Ranger. And I'm Doug, also known as Ikibuli. To listen to the show, you can find us on fourrideradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Miro Guide, Pod Directory, Double Twist, Swell Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Music, and Spotify. This podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrations and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Doug. Kyle. I feel much better this episode. Yeah, you sound so much better. Yeah, because I can breathe through my nose. Breathing is great. It is. Although something tells me I'm going to have a hard time breathing by the end of this episode. Oh, no. I'm going to be crying. It's one of those episodes. Yes, we have a very memorable episode. Although I don't think I actually will be crying because I kind of saw this recently about last year um, <laughs> in a different stylized format. So maybe I'll yeah. be okay. I didn't yeah. cry then. Well, we're watching, we're watching Bye Bye Butterfree, which is sort of like notorious for its its sadness because this is an episode, the first, first episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where Ash actually like releases one of his team. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've already mentioned that it, it, it ends up being reanimated into something else, which is the I choose you movie yes. um, as one of many sad parts of that movie, but somehow not the saddest. <laughs> Yo, luxury. Luxury. Why do they have to do that to you? Oh, yep. I, I still have nightmares, although last night's nightmares were something different. <laughs> I had a dream last night that uh, I bought McDonald's and I was very sad because mm. if you follow me on Twitter, I'm trying to not buy fast food. Uh, <laughs> it's expensive. I had, I had nightmares of pink elephants on parade. Yeah. Just like pink butterfreeze in the sky, which is a thing because there's a pink butterfree in this episode. Mm-hmm. And there's no explanation nope. outside of this episode <laughs> Correct. for why it's pink. So it's not, yeah. it, it it's could not the have shiny. been, it could have been, it could yes. have been the shiny, it could but have it is been. in fact not the shiny. Yes, so. it could have, it should have, but it wasn't. Right. There are a couple weird things about, well, not weird things about this episode, but a couple mm-hmm. interesting things about this episode, including that mm-hmm. and the fact that it's reanimated. Um, and that it's the first time Ash releases a Pokemon, which he'll do plenty of times after this. But yeah. this is sort of the first time watching as a kid where you're like, wait, no, that's your friend. Mm-hmm. But if I had to take a pick, I would say that this Butterfree is from the island of pink Pokemon from the Orange Islands. Right. The Orange Islands is like an entire series of thatness because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not like official regional forms they're not shiny but they are and are (laughs) you know it's It's very strange the flamingo effect of eating a pink food and it made you pink 
Yeah. I like it in the context of the show. I like that the show does it. I uh, mm-hmm. It's just weird to reconcile when, when the game has nothing like that. But I think that there should be more than one shiny variant anyway, so whatever. <laughs> I agree. You're shiny in my heart, Pink Butterfree. Yeah. Uh, so I guess without further ado, uh, we'll just get right into this episode. Shall um, we? Yes. Uh, let me get my phone started. Because it's weird like that. It's going to start playing the second. No, it didn't. Oh, phone, 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 phone. All right. I have my phone ready. I got um, my Netflix ready. Cool. Uh, I have it zeroed out. Same. All right. All right. One, <laughs> two, three, play. <laughs> Ooh, that was a good one. Very synced up. Nice. No, I mentioned that I recently was watching that Volcanian movie. Mm-hmm. I I, did that one have a theme song? Uh, I think did it, it have must have. Battle at the end of it. Mm, I didn't like, finish it yet. Zygarde. Oh, you didn't finish it? Okay. Yeah. It's at the end. It's okay. amazing. It's, one of my, it's my favorite theme song, and it goes so well. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Maybe that's why it's not at the beginning. Or maybe there's like a pared-down version or something at the beginning. Because I remember wondering that as I was watching. I was like, is this the theme song? It doesn't seem like a theme song. Oh, I also have an answer to a question we asked in a previous Ash Bash, which is the narrator has not been the same the whole time. Oh, nice. Yeah, it has changed. Okay. Out of curiosity, do you know how many times? Uh, I'm, I don't. I'm going to guess just at least once. I think it's probably changed as many times as the voice actors have. Okay. So twice. Twice? Okay. But I don't know that for sure. I just know that um, I was looking at one of the narrators, and he has not been the narrator the whole time. Okay. So Ash just said something about going to Saffron Gym next, which I find to be very weird that Saffron is the next gym. When the games, it's like you're six. Unless you're in Let's Go, in which case it's your whatever you want it to be. True. <laughs> True. You can do, like, after you beat Misty, you can really do any of the whatever. next. You can do any order you want. It's really wild. Mm-hmm. Wow, spoiler, bye-bye, Butterfree. <laughs> Where was it? And where are the rest of them? Like, where's the guy to to take you on this tour? Like, well, didn't you know Brock is also a professional hot air balloonist? I guess he's (laughs) just like Starlet from Black and White. He's a connoisseur and everything. Yeah, the proto Silen. So they're just gonna like completely disrupt the mating ritual. Yeah, why not? I don't think he realizes what he's actually doing. Probably not. He's just sort of like, wow, Butterfree, here are some friends. Like, he wants to find its mate, but I don't think he realizes what that means. I mean, he's a 10-year-old kid. 
Brock should know, though. Brock should definitely know. <laughs> Brock ends up, like, sort of becoming a breeder. Does he ever actually, like, fully pursue that dream? Uh, as of right now, I don't think so. I think he's still just a gym leader. Hmm. Where were all these balloons? Like, is there a separate section? I don't know. Alright, release their Butterfree. Ash should yeah. still should know what this means now. Release. Her Pokeball totally opened up upside down. So here's an interesting question. Mm -hmm. If they release these Butterfree into the wild, can these Butterfree then be caught? Because in the game, that's not an issue. You just never see them again. Or at least you don't think you see them again. Hmm... So, good question. Or are they just, like, immune from capture forever? Or maybe they go to, like, a Butterfree Island where no one bothers them. Mmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the secret Pikachu village? Yeah. Or the Squirtle Island? Yeah. Or the Bulbasaur village? Uh-huh. A pink one. A pink one that's like very conspicuously shaking its rear end. <laughs> it is. It looks like Butterfree really found someone it likes. Yeah, love at first sight with that. Another interesting thing about this episode is that it happens obviously before Generation Four, so the dimorphism of genders doesn't mm -hmm. exist yet. So all these Butterfree have the same pattern. Yes. Which you know you could chalk up to this being early, or maybe Butterfree are just really. You know, free loving. This is very true. But they did uh, make <laughs> the pink butterfree female in the yeah. uh, "I Choose You" movie. Yeah, oh. and I think they, I think they gendered them in this this uh, episode too. Yeah, I believe they do call the pink butterfree a female. Aww, so sad. To cry. Just acknowledging his emotions. Brock knows exactly how that feels. <laughs> he knows it very, very well. <laughs> oh, wow. This is something to listen to in headphones. <laughs> Did you not see it get rejected? Ash, come on, man. It's a terrible feeling. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Secrets of love and heartache. I guess that book would be your autobiography. Misty's face oh. is so good. Oh. Savage, Misty. Mm -hmm. Maybe Dexter might be able to tell us how Butterfree can get that other Butterfree to be its mate. Dexter's Does his Pokedex um, change every season? Yes, it actually changes to match the device that's being used for the games. Okay, that makes sense. I figured yeah, so that was the case, but yeah. since he like literally names this one, I was curious. Yeah, this one looks like a Game Boy Color, and then they upgrade to like 
the Game Boy Advance, the SP, the DS. Well, I think the Pokedex in the game is meant to sort of reflect that too, so yeah. that's probably and why. Brotom, I guess, kind of looks like a Switch almost. Yeah, I think that's kind of meant to be the the idea is it's got a screen in the middle of it that you can like grab on either side. Mm -hmm. A scarf. Ooh, that'll do it. I mean, it definitely does look a lot better. I mean, suddenly not to say, beautiful. I mean, it's always beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But now it stands out. I want a butterfree knife constructs. Oh, they haven't gotten that one yet? I have a Yeah, I got Caterpie. They should do a 12-inch Metapod. That would be amazing. It would be so funny. The new Butterfree's wings are even sort of pink-tinted. Mm-hmm. Mm, now use your tackle. That should do the trick. <laughs> it's just so funny. Mm -hmm. I kind of forgot yourself? about that. How about Butterfree yourself? That, that didn't work as well as I thought it was going to. How, how did they get a copter? That's okay. There's a lot of white space on this banner. I could be used. <laughs> or it's a do you think it was? Do you think it was? Well, no, that would have that would have been obvious. I was gonna say, do you think it had Japanese on it? But mm. no, I doubt it. I feel like there's probably a lot of pheromones happening, and they're really disrupting all of the mating procedure with their yeah. wind, and probably destroying butterfly wi butterfly butterfly wings. Really? Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, right? Who's in the way? What are they going to do with all these Butterfree? Like, I don't know. I guess they just, like... Their their whole sort of goal, I think, is to capture Pokemon and then get them, like give them to the boss, and then theoretically they get paid for doing that, right? Yes. But that's usually why they go after rare Pokemon, not just like massive. But I guess maybe because like there's so many Butterfree, like they'll get more if they give them like a bundle. Maybe. And then there's this rare pink one. Yeah, there's the rare one. Oh, now you want his help? Yeah, Pink Butterfree. You look cool, but we're, we're, we're skeptical. Better fix your personality a little bit. <laughs> hey, Ash, send out Pidgeotto with Pikachu on it. Instead of having Butterfree bash its face against glass. Right? It's not gonna... Uh... Lots of upside-down Pokeballs in this uh, episode. Yeah, it's trying its hardest, and it's failing. Use Pidgeotto! <laughs> Whoa! Close call. That's a cool Jigglypuff balloon. 
Pikachu's mouth right now is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay, if this Butterfree is able to catch up to the copter, the Butterfree in the net should be able to fly out. Oh, from like the other end? Yeah, because like, yes, the net's going in one direction, but if the Ash's Butterfree is able to catch up to Team Rockets, then I feel like the other should be fast enough to fly out. I don't know. They, well, if not fly out, to at least, um, because once they're in there, I could see them being sort of stuck. Yeah. But it would be hard to capture them if they were flying at the same speed. Someone get that Butterfree a potion. Seriously. Somebody teach Ash what a potion is. Right? Don't worry. Show us the way, Butterfree. 98, meow. 99, meow. 100, meow. <laughs> no, 100 Butterfree. Isn't it nice to have one of our actually work for once? We're at our best when we're at our worst. We finally got it back. Yeah. When did you have it? Whoa. That's a big mouth. Nobody's watching it. Serious, serious laughter. <laughs> Yes. Anytime they do that is fantastic because they yeah, do it a couple times. I think they do it at least one more time. That's the Ditto episode. Yep. Mock Team Rocket as much as possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Ash couldn't send out Pidgeotto, but you can send out Starmie. Yeah, remember when Misty has like this incredibly powerful Starmie and just, I don't know, doesn't use it all that yeah, much? Well, she just like, told Ash, don't send out Pidgeotto, but her has to do this on its own. Starmie is a freaking psychic Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much she could do. I know. But her only, but she only uses her the skills one are in water. Well, yeah, but. Her Psyduck ends up learning a uh, psychic move. Which is weird, because Psyduck, not psychic, right? Exactly, it's a pure water. <laughs> weird. <gasps> Ooh. Rude. Very. Not even going to ask where she got that from. <laughs> Apparently, if you have water Pokemon, you don't need potions, you just need water. Right? Very cost effective. Mm -hmm. Are you alright, Butterfree? I'll get you. I'm surprised they don't even <laughs> acknowledge the fact that, hey, that's a rare pink one. Yeah. Do they. Has anybody even mentioned that it's, like, different? <laughs> I don't think so. Like. I guess shiny Pokemon still weren't a thing, but. I, but that would make it even more interesting. You're like, hey, why is that one pink? Yeah. I mean, certainly they do it for the show, so it's easy for us to keep track of which mm -hmm. ones are the Butterfree we're supposed to pay attention to. Uh, I have another question. Where are all the other trainers that were up in hot air balloons? Why are they not helping? <laughs> wow. I've never thought of that before. That's still funny. 
Oh, Pikachu can help, but Pidgeotto can't. There is no love for Pidgeotto in this series, I swear. Zero. Pidgeotto, you are underappreciated, underloved, mm. and you deserve better than Ash Ketchum. Yes, which is why I'm glad it finally evolved into Pidgeot and to save his people. That's a, that a funny little sequence. <laughs> oh, that smirk. That's so good. I love it. <laughs> Let the record show that this one time Kyle is entertained by Ash's Pikachu. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. That, you have to admit, that was a funny sequence. Oh, I love it. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And I can see why they didn't do that in the first place because it had all the Butterfree to didn't want to explode on the Butterfree. Yeah, yeah. You did it, Pikachu. Great work. Great work. Aww. Oh boy. Hey, look. She's got hero syndrome. Now the pink Butterfree is doing the courtship dance for your Butterfree. Alright, good for you, Butterfree! Okay, so at least acknowledge it's pink. Yeah, the pink Butterfree. That'd be really funny if they literally never mentioned it. <laughs> uh oh. It's getting sad. Mm hmm. Well, I guess you have to leave us now, don't you? They have to cross the ocean to start their new family. Butterfree look really weird standing on their feet. <laughs> it's time. I'll say goodbye then. They do. This is a great Butterfree, so take care of it for me. Your babies are gonna be beautiful. I guess you better get going. Oh, why, why didn't we ever meet the little Caterpie? Right? Like, oh, there'd be so many cute little Caterpie. <laughs> Imagine if Ash actually went and caught that Caterpie. Oh, that'd be so nice. Right? Butterfree. Bye-bye, Butterfree. Good luck to both of you. Oh, hey, that's the title. Hmm. Oh, sad. I mean, this was oh Ash's God. first caught Pokemon. Yeah. Ah, oh, who's getting goosebumps? Mm -hmm. The music for this episode is like yeah. amazing. Yeah, and they're going through like the whole process. Mm -hmm. Capture, evolution. Oh, and here comes triumphant music. <laughs> I kind of wish that they were editing these scenes to match the music, though. Right? <laughs> but I'll take it. This is still yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, do you want explosions in the background? Yeah, always, always. This is very cool, though, that they kind of give the highlight reel of Butterfree. Yeah. Butterfree's almost out of 
out of sight. Mom? Um, uh, uh, take care, Butterfree. Good luck, buddy. Goodbye, Butterfree. I'll always remember you. Thank you for everything. Goodbye, Butterfree. So sad. Aww. Ah, oh, but look how happy he is now. Aww. He's happy for his friend. Mm-hmm. Be happy, old friend. You know, Ash, you raised Butterfree to have a lot of courage. And I think you just proved you have a lot of courage, too. Aw, thanks, Brock. Gotcha. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? It sure is. Good friendships last forever, even though friends don't always stay together. Helping Butterfree to grow, Ash just might have grown a little himself. Wow, look at this Pokemon episode coming in strong with the the morals. Mm-hmm. Morals of the story. And then the Pokerab kind of ruins the whole moment. How inter- like how interesting would it have been if this was an episode where they didn't end with the Poké Rap? Like it just sort of was like left just, you on that note. Just like ends in black. Yeah, that would have been pretty <laughs> powerful. Butterfree didn't die, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like it just ends. So yeah. back to a previous uh, question you had about the whole releasing of Butterfree. Technically, Ash never like did the whole release mechanic. So how does the release mechanic even work in the anime universe? Um, we see it in the Diamond and Pearl episode, like in the very beginning, when uh, the new rival releases a Pokemon he had caught. He's like, "Oh, you're too weak" or something. So all of those Pokemon technically are still Ashes, except for the ones that he like transfers, you know, like trades or whatever. Trainership yes. too. Um, so technically, Butterfree still belongs to Ash. So no one can technically catch Butterfree. Mm, hmm. I mean, unless I'm they did it off screen, which is possible. But yeah. I'd like to think that maybe it's set so this way no one could ever catch Butterfree again, and then it'll live its life peacefully. And yeah, I guess probably still has his Pokeball somewhere. Yeah, the idea that you can't capture someone else's Pokemon has to have something to do with the fact that it has, like. I'm going to say that it, it has to have in some way bonded with that Pokeball, you know, mm-hmm. like by a lot, there must be some sort of like bio reader type thing. And so no other Pokeball would be able to, to capture it. And then when you release it, you must, or trade it, I guess you're basically like reprogramming your Pokeball almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. The science of Pokemon places we should never go. So, Technically, Ash really cannot capture another Pokemon still because he'd still have six slots because he'd still have that Pokeball, right? Well, you can't... Yeah, I don't know. Because they always say, you can't carry more than six with you. Right. So... But, but that's never made it, sense. No. That never made sense in the, in the anime. <laughs> True. But he also never really... Like, he catches Primeape, which stays with him for, like, an episode or two, and then he gets rid of it. To be trained. Yeah. He never fully yeah. has six on his team throughout the rest of the se- uh the series. Cause even when he catches Muck, he sends that straight to Professor Oak. Right. And when he catches eight thousand Tauros. Thirty. 
<laughs> that's what I said, 8,000. Um, yeah. They all go back to Professor Oak as well. So, exactly. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is a good episode, though. It was. Like, it was. I, I'm even gonna. I actually started tearing up a little bit. I don't know if it's because this was just more powerful episode, but just with the music, which I think it might have been, or <laughs> if, like when I watched it from the "I Choose You" movie, I was already so overwhelmed with <laughs> yeah, the right. luxury scene that this scene here kind of just didn't affect me as much. Yeah, the butterfree scene. Well, the, like I said, the butterfree scene in, in "I Choose You" is like nowhere near the most emotionally painful exactly <laughs> like it's like just a like a part of a montage <laughs> yeah i mean like that there like i saw coming so i that's yeah. why i dropped it up to but i think it might have just been because luxury kind of just kept me from feeling any sadder yeah 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 and let's be real here the most uh ups the most you know uh Sad thing about that movie was Pikachu talking. It's uh, a whole nother episode. You could go back and listen to our review of <laughs> I Choose You, a Pokemon movie. <laughs> and that's how we get you to listen to old episodes, folks. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you haven't seen I Choose You, there you go. That's oh. that that should that should rope you in. Yeah, like that's actually it was a hallucination. Good. It was a hallucination. That's what I'm going to choose to believe for the rest of my life. <laughs> Same here. That's nightmare fuel for you. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks for joining us on another adventure along the Victory Road. For more information on episodes and contests, or to give us feedback on the show, be sure to find the podcast on Twitter and Facebook at Victory Road Pot. And if there's something in the world of Pokemon you know a whole lot about and you'd like to appear on the episode, let us know. Until next time, we're headed back to the Pokemon Center to watch more anime. See you later. Bye. Check out www.4rideradio.com.